All right, so I want to welcome everybody to another episode of BBM Black Baby Moms. I'm your girl, your host, Margie. And um, I just want to shout out all my baby mamas, all my mothers, all you baby daddies. Y'all matter too, you know. Um, shout out to you. And thank you to everybody that's still, you know, streaming BBM, listening, watching on YouTube, and just tuning in. Y'all are amazing. Like, seriously, you keep me going. And honestly, I just want to have another little, you know, intimate episode um, just to check in, make sure everybody's okay. I know for me, things have been up and down, um, constantly changing. Lately, there's been a lot of changes, a lot of things that I just think I needed to, you know, it's good to just take a rest. I've talked about it before on my intimate episodes where it's just good to listen to your body. It's good to just fall back and just kind of like, you know, get yourself together. And that's what I've been doing. I've been getting myself together, listening to my body, doing what's best for me and my family, my daughter, my household, and my job, my health, all that stuff, all that good stuff. So now that we, you know, chop that up real quick, that's where I've been. That's what I've been doing. Um, I just want to say that there's also been some stuff going on in the culture. I know everybody's tuned in. Everyone knows what has gone on. The tragic death and murder of um, Migos rapper Takeoff. And um, I dedicated an episode on one of my friends' podcast, Thoughts Pending. Shout out Rashad. Shout out Thoughts Pending podcast. Um, dedicated his most recent episode to Takeoff. I also really want to dedicate this episode to take off too. I, I just really want to share that, you know, growing up in college, my youth, um, I'm 31. And during that time frame, going to college, the Migos was a huge part of that. So I, I just got to, you know, give flowers when flowers are due, give props when props are due and shout out to him and may he rest in peace, rest in power for sure. Um, So, you know, speaking of changes, I don't know about y'all, but the weather has been changing here in the DMV, in Montgomery County or DC, wherever you reside. Um, I mean, literally like one day it'll be warm and one day it'll be cold. Or maybe there's days where in the morning it's cold and in the evening it's cold, but midday it's warm, it's sunny, you don't need a jacket. And it's really throwing me off. And for some reason, it really, um, it just is, is, I don't know, it bothers me a little bit, the weather change. And I'm gonna say why, because basically I used, I'm used to like picking out my outfit, picking out my daughter's outfits, just whatever I can do to make the next day go a little bit easier or smoother. That's what I try and do, y'all, like I really do. And so with the weather changes, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what to wear. And I can check the weather app. I'm on my app. I'm checking to see what it's going to be like tomorrow. But really and honestly, like literally all day, the weather is fluctuating up and down. So you have to dress like two different ways for one day. And I may be overthinking it. I'm an overthinker. You know, I just accept it. It is what it is. But it, it really is bothering me because some days I'm like, I want to wear this outfit and it's cold. It, it, maybe I can wear boots. But if it's going to be warm or hit by 60, 70 degrees by midday, it makes no sense to wear boots. So I got to restart 
revamp what I'm aware and same for my daughter. Should I pack a jacket, a sweater, my winter coat, my light coat? Like, what are we doing here, Mother Nature? Because it really is so up and down. We're in November and it was just, this weekend was like 70 degrees. And even like the weekend before last was really warm. There were some warm days this past week. And I was just like, you know what? I don't even know what to wear. I don't. I'm not even going to be able to like pick it out. And it's just, I just need it to either be warm, hot, or cold. Does anybody else feel like that when, I don't know, if you do, let me know. Just make sure I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm not the only one who thinks like this. <laughs> and if I am, it is what it is. I accept it. Um, but yeah, the weather changes. It really is not my fave right now because I, it's throwing off my, my, my routine, my, my closet, my fashion, my everything, like it's, it's throwing me off. So get it together. Winter either come and stay, or if we're, if this is climate change, global change or global warming, I don't know what it's called. It definitely feels like that. So, um, I just want to share that <laughs> and see if I'm the only one experiencing these like difficult days of trying to figure out what the heck to wear. Um, and with that being said too, um, some other changes have happened. So I haven't really talked about it too, too much with just like everyone else. Everyone in my family probably knows what's going on, but my daughter got rezoned. Gigi got rezoned. And what that means is like her school switched. So she went to kindergarten at a school that was closer actually to our home. And then they switched her school. The whole neighborhood got switched to go to a different school. So that's the background on that. And this new school is nice and great. It's wonderful. And they are in a program or they have a program that's like the school-wide. It's no, I don't have a choice, but it, it's a language immersion program. And Giselle is in a Spanish immersion program. I could be saying this all wrong. I'm still learning, still trying to get adjusted. School started in August, this November, but this school basically is um, Spanish-speaking dominant. So they speak Spanish majority of the time. I'm talking from the point of dropping off your kid. They welcome you and greet you in Spanish, um, even though this is obviously an English-speaking area most of the time. But we have a lot of different cultures in this area, very diverse. So it's not really like just English speaking, I, I guess I should correct myself, but it's different for me because you're going into the Spanish speaking school and I feel like I'm out of place a little bit. I don't know. And so it's been a cultural, it's been a culture shock. It's been a cultural change and a language barrier is definitely in place because they all obviously have a lot of um, Spanish speaking teachers and I don't speak Spanish, no shade, but I don't. And I'm gonna learn, I need to learn. And I'm happy that my daughter is learning another language. She could potentially be um, bilingual, have no multiple languages. I think it's awesome. However, I have a little caveat to that because I feel like I wasn't really prepared. I wasn't given any of that information before my daughter switched schools. And so I wasn't really like, I wasn't anticipating that much of a change. You know what I mean? 
And so it's still been an adjustment. I've met with the principal. I've met with one of her teachers. I've had um, like phone meetings and things like that. And my next course of action is to just go to like an open house and have another meeting if I have to. Her dad has gotten involved and spoke to the principal too before. We just are trying to figure out what's the best way to deal with our child learning a language and um, us not knowing the language. Like when you get homework or any type of schoolwork or project and it's expected for her to do it in Spanish or have Spanish answers and we don't even know that, it's kind of a, it's a roadblock there, you know what I mean? So again, maybe I'm just overthinking it, but my daughter, for example, has a book that is literally only in Spanish and it's a math workbook with word problems. So the word problems are in a whole nother language. And so that's the first step is figuring out what is the question, even understanding what the question is, and then working through the actual problem. And there's no translation, there's no version of like that word problem or question in an English version. So I'm kind of like, I don't really even know if this is okay or acceptable, but we're just going with the flow. This is the nature of what we've been dealt. So just going with it and just monitoring that, you know, making sure my daughter doesn't like fall behind or have any type of, she won't have any type of deficit from the language barrier or this Spanish immersion program. And I, I want to hear some more feedback maybe from people who have um, experienced the language changes or any type of program like this. This is it's different from when I was in school. Like when I was in middle school, even high school, we had to choose a language as an elective. And then everything else, all of our other classes were in English. So that specific like class was only the, the, that was the only class that we had to like go through trying to figure out what the heck was going on. You know, what was the language? What was X, Y, and Z? But this is a little bit different where she's learning all of her foundation in a whole nother language. And that's the like immersing them in a whole nother um, culture, basically. And they even celebrate the the Spanish holidays, Mexican holidays. So there's just a few things that I am, you know, just monitoring, trying to be open-minded to. And I really am excited that she is excited to, like my daughter's excited about learning Spanish. She'll come home and say some stuff. She's saying te amo to me. I love you all the time. Like, hola, como esta? I can tell she really wants to learn and start learning more words and sentences. So it's exciting, don't get me wrong, y'all, but it's just, it's the adjustment and making sure that, you know, we can help her at home just as much as they expect us to help at home and just as much as they are helping at school. So that's been a change. That has been a, um, a learning curve for me <laughs> as a parent, like sending my kid to school. I know she's gonna be learning a whole lot of new material, new, you know, things. But for me now, this is also a learning curve for mom and dad. Like me and her dad are not together, but we talk about it regularly. Like he's like, look, I got a Rosetta Stone. So when she come with me, we can start, you know, practicing her Spanish and stuff. So we're on the same page with that. Like we want her to know we support her. 
And, um, but if she has questions, which she's definitely had some concerns where it's like, I don't even understand what my teacher is saying. <laughs> um, you know, it's a learning curve for all of us and we're open-minded, just making sure that the kids get everything that they need to. So yeah, it's, it can be done. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I've had many conversations with a few different people, like kind of like, how do I go about this? Is this okay? Should I try and get her back into her old school? No, it's, it's, it's not easy, but it's doable. And it's also something that will teach all of us in the long run. So I'm open to it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I welcome that. And it's all that. So some of the other things is, you know, on here, I like to make sure I am like helping somebody, connecting with somebody, or just sharing some life hacks, some mom hacks, adult hacks, very inexpensive. Always, you know, pretty much in your, your cabinet, your, your kitchen already. So you don't have to go out and spend extra money, but I'm a huge, like, um, beauty and health fanatic. I love all that stuff, hair, makeup, and natural remedies, natural, whatever, facials, hair products, things like that. And so I've been reading up more on some stuff that I can use to enhance my skincare routine. A lot of my skincare routine I've already shared with y'all on previous episodes. So run that back if you haven't already. Um, Huge advocate for, you know, coffee scrubs and just like very almost like pure products, but effective products. So all that to say, this is something that I have been seeing online and also looked into research and all that. It's called ice water. It's not really like a facial, but it's just ice water. You literally just submerge your whole entire face in ice cold water. And I know it's like, okay, like water, what? (laughs) But I looked it up and a lot of um, people, women, uh, specifically more like the Asian culture I read, have been doing this for a very long time. It's similar to like my rice water um, that I encouraged all y'all to use on your hair. It's been around for a very long time. Using ice water as a way to reduce the appearance of wrinkles, the appearance of your pores, like, you know, those pores that if you're watching, um, you know, those little holes in your face, these, these types of things, um, like the ice cold submerging into the water, it makes your skin pores, wrinkles, all that. It reduces that appearance. It makes it just kind of like smooth. And it's almost like a it makes your face really tight. It's almost like um, I've talked about this before with my collagen water, collagen peptide powder, putting that in my drink. I'm doing that all the time regularly, you know, so y'all keep doing that too. If you haven't, check that out on um, a few episodes back. I talk about that. But if you don't have the time, money, or the ability to go get those type of products like collagen and, and you know, stuff like that, ice water right in your cabinet, right in your refrigerator, right in your sink. I use this bowl. Um, Everybody who's watching, I use this really big bowl. Pretty much I usually cook in this. I have a set like this. I have different sizes, but they all like this. This is a big bowl, big enough for my face. And I can literally like, I 
usually pour all the water in. You can use whatever water you use, whatever water you want to use. Um, I'm not going to really dictate what you should use on your skin. It's water. And I usually wash my face afterwards anyway. Um, sometimes I use tap water right out of the sink. Or sometimes I use my filter water. Sometimes I use my bottled water. It really depends. But I put the water all in there. And I'm putting a whole bunch of ice. And y'all can look this up yourselves if you're like, whoa, Margie, what the heck are you talking about? Is there any truth to this? Look it up. Um, <laughs> water, ice, and then they say do it about 30 seconds. You can even do this multiple times a week, a few times a day. I do it when I feel like I remember and when I feel like I need it. Um, so it's, you know, on my self-care days, filling it up with water, dipping my face in here for three different increments of 10 seconds <laughs> because I can't even hold my water in the pool, hold my breath underwater in the pool for 30 seconds. So definitely do whatever you can, hold your breath and just place your face right in that bowl. And then you come right out, dry your face off, do it again, and then do it again if you have to. Um, and when I tell you it just legit, it just feels like my skin, like immediately feels tight. I don't know what it is, but it's just the temperature. It's the coldness, the freezing cold water. The water has to be really, 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 really cold. It's literally the name ice water. So make sure if you try it, it's cold and you will see some results. I like it. It's it's working for me. Again, these are just trial and error. Like do whatever your skin needs. You know, all of our skin our skin types are very different. So I've talked about different routines, self-care, inexpensive um, skincare routines that, you know, you may be able to use or already have the ingredients in your in your cabinet. And so try different stuff. You know, that's all I do. I try different things and I find what works for me and I find stuff that doesn't really work for me. So it's all trial and error, but because it's so low cost and inexpensive, it's doable, you know? And so it's been working. I really encourage y'all to try it. Try the ice cold water. It's like a little facial. It just tightens your skin, tightens your face, tightens your pores, removes and reduces the appearance of, like I said, um, wrinkles and pores. So, yeah. Um, I've also been doing this kind of like financial growing thing for myself. I don't know what to call it, label it. I don't know what I'm thinking, but it basically I need to grow in my, um, ability to do better with my finances. It, I realized like the money is there. I, I have a job. I get paid. Do I wish I could get paid more? Hell yeah. But the money is there and I really just need to be able to like handle my money better. And so I found this little trend on Instagram and it really like, it stuck to me. I liked it and I'm trying it. It's called cash stuffing. And I purchased like a little bowl, like um, not bowl, <laughs> cause that was for the face. Um, I've purchased a little um, book, a cash stuff, cash stuffing book where you basically um, just, you know, pull out cash, put the money in different like envelopes, stuff like that. And so this is my book. 
This is my little cash stuffing book for everybody who's watching, not just listening. If you're just listening, make sure you tune into YouTube too. You can check out the visual if you're interested. But yeah, um, it's a cute little booklet. It has these cute little things here. And um, the way that it's designed to at least what I understand is you put money aside that you want to make sure you save up or you invest in and you don't touch it. You get to a certain level and then you can either deposit it into a savings account or paying off your debt or if it's just miscellaneous things. So my like little folder here has like debt, savings, emergency, miscellaneous, rent, food, you know, gift, all that stuff. So I just pull stuff out. I pull money out when I get paid and I'm putting it in my little booklet. I don't keep it in here for too, too long for safety precautions, you know. Um, but I eventually take the money and I make a deposit or do whatever I need to do with the money. And I've paid off more debt than I, I guess, budgeted. And it just, it's helping me create a habit of saving money or really just using money for, you know, my needs. And then if there's wants and extra things that I want, I need to also make sure that's incorporated in my budget too. So I'm just not that great with money or let me take that back. I'm good with money, but I have a spending problem, I think. So I, I make sure my bills are is paid as best as I can. You know, bills is paid. I even use like a spreadsheet or whatever I can to make sure I'm staying as much on time with my bills. But then there's other stuff that I like to do and I enjoy. And I can get out of hand with just spending and spending and spending and spending again. So then it's like, okay, bills is paid. And then you don't spend all your extra money and then where's the wiggle room? And I want to get more wiggle room. So this is essentially a new, I don't know, something that will help me get to that place. It will help me hopefully just learn to save budget and refrain from spending everything in the bank account at one time, <laughs> making my money stretch. That's the goal. And so it's a really cute trend, but it seems like it's effective and I'm going to keep trying it. I'm going to keep y'all updated, let you know if it's working or not. So, yeah. Um, and, you know, that brings me in money. Bring me into my next, you know, little topic, which is the economy right now. Mm. The economy right now is a shit show. I'm sorry. I try not to curse as much anymore these days. Growth. But it really is. It's really um, a disparity right now. There, every business, everybody, every person I have spoken to is struggling financially, whether it's they're in arrears or they owe or I'm in arrears and I owe this, that, and a third. Everyone is struggling. We get it. Inflation is happening. It's real. And that's what it is. Um, and so I was just talking with family and we were just discussing, like, they were like, we, we've seen this before. Some of my um, the generations before us have seen this like economy route. I don't know if it's a recession, regression, recession. Yeah, they've seen it before every few decades, I guess, or something like that. It's happened in the past, but we started talking about like, why is that? Like, why does this keep happening? And it's 
I don't know if it's a way that the government is trying to control, but it definitely seems like they are targeting the middle middle class. They say like this is a the pandemic, the COVID nineteen coronavirus, all that stuff. It wasn't really a disease. Like it, I mean, it was a pandemic. Yeah, and I'm not a conspiracy type person, but I do feel like there was way more behind it than what we actually saw and what we actually experienced. And everything happens for a reason, especially in the United States of America. So I feel like, you know, um, now a few years later, after the pandemic, after the terrible, tragic loss, everything that we went through in 2020 and some of 2021, this has played a role in the economy now. And it's just a way for the government to control the middle class. Say the middle class was getting a little too close to the wealthy folk. And they were like, no, 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 we don't like that. We need to do something to remind y'all that you are nowhere near us. And so how else can they do it? By jacking up prices, gas, groceries, hidden fees for everything. Um, Just everything is costing so much. And I'm not here for it. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Be careful be smart with your money, with your finances. I'm trying to do better with my finances because I know and I understand a little bit about what's going on in the world and what continues to happen, especially to the minorities. Um, This is called Black Baby Moms and I keep it real. This is for the Black culture, Black community and um, because we're just amazing and nothing can really hold us back. Even the government that is definitely trying and has been trying for centuries. So on that note, I'm going to leave it on, you know, just ponder that thought. Think about some of these things. Maybe just, you know, I'm thinking about some of the stuff that I need to change and do better. And so that's what I'm trying to do. So let me know your thoughts. Um, Y'all always grow with me, glow with me. Keep tuning in. Keep streaming. Keep subscribing. Please always, always like, share, subscribe, comment anytime you see BBM. Um, I appreciate y'all. And again, definitely you can subscribe to my Apple podcast and definitely subscribe to YouTube. You get all of the alerts. You get the first look. So make sure y'all subscribe and tune in. And thank y'all for always listening. Until next time. Bye.